0: Hello oh, there, and welcome to the rewrap for Friday. All the best bits from the Mike Hosking breakfast on Newstalk ZB in a sillier package. I am Glenn ZB, and this morning, so many broken promises um, from the government. Mike laments some of those. He also laments uh, the pace of our vaccine rollout. We'll mark the week. This is Friday, that's what we'll do. And we'll try and figure out how roundabouts work. But before any of that, um, yeah, isolation,
1: not MIQ. The whole country. How's that working out for us this week? Do forgive me. One of two things is going to happen here. One, I'll forget some of the myriad of stuff I need to get through because there's so much. Or two, I'll run out of time because there's so much. So here's your week. Nurses voted to strike three times. Unheard of. Restaurants turned out their lights because they can't get staff. The dairy industry can't get people into the country despite getting an allowance to get people into the country. Immigration cancelled 50,000 applications because one, they don't like people arriving and two, the queue is so long they don't look at anything filed after October 2019. A motel in Napier that had earned over a million and a half bucks this year so far stopped being an emergency housing operator because despite the money, it isn't worth the hassle. We learned we now spend in excess of a million a day on emergency houses and motels and the wait time is now at record levels and in essence, those who need help aren't even getting it. Penny Henneray, having done nothing on Ihe Motel in eight months, not even former a committee, looking into doing something. Penny Henneray doesn't like essays on wokeness around the military, who acquiesced and took the prize-winning essay down and then apologised. Treasury turns out to forecast the housing market using a dartboard, not economic metrics. The committee who wants to talk to Treasury about that aren't allowed to because the open, honest, transparent Labour Party is blocking it. Medsafe, an independent medical authority, passes Janssen for use. The Labour Party tweet that out using the Labour Party logo, somehow thinking that's acceptable. We find out the Labour Party so far this year has spent $4 million on Patsy questions in the House. We found out the money raised from the EV fee-bait scheme will total a quarter of a billion, and yet nowhere near close to enough EVs are being bought to soak that up. So, in other words, the money will sit there as a tax doing who knows what. This from a government that said there would be no new taxes. The vaccine rollout is now 125 in the world, despite the media wetting their pants with headlines, thinking 150,000 doses arriving two days early changes anything. The news, we are looking at building purpose-based MIQ facilities, despite the government getting advice and offers a year and a half ago and turning them down. We find out the government got advice that their fair pay agreement union SOP won't work, they shouldn't do it, the cost outweighs the benefit. They ignored that too. Numerous data came out on housing showing yet again the tilt of the first home buyer Grant promised isn't working. Tony Alexander says the effect on investors on the Brightline tax, another tax they said they wouldn't introduce, is none. Oh, and a legal opinion suggests Mahuta's removal of the Tauranga Council might be illegal. And that, my friends, is just the activity between Monday and Thursday. You cannot make this stuff up because I wish I was. Just another week in the Hermit Kingdom.
0: Oh, you had me on a bit of a downer there, right up until the end. I quite fancy the idea of being a subject of the Hermit Kingdom. That sounds quite cool. <laughs> Whatever it means. Um, yeah. So let's, let's just sort of focus in a little bit on some of those things that went wrong. So some of the broken promises.
1: A review of the February COVID outbreak. This is funny. I mean, obviously it's not supposed to be, but it is. Uh, a lack of. This is written by Sir Brian Roach a lack of this is the this is over this is over a year into it where they should be shipshape and set to go there's a lack of coherency among central agencies conflicting messaging that could undermine public confidence a government that had failed to learn the lessons of past reviews Lack of stress testing the system, ongoing uncertainty about the system's ability to handle a large outbreak. This is the outbreak, by the way, that had 15 cases, uh, Papatoetoe High School, Auckland put into Level 3 lockdown twice in two weeks, and conflicting comments from the Prime Minister who accused the KFC worker of being irresponsible by going to work turns out she was wrong. How long do you think Brian Roach can write reports that say exactly the same thing and no one learns the lessons? And that's before we get to this morning's other comedy of the Unitech land. This was close to Jacinda's heart in her Mount Elbert electorate. They were going to build, March of 18, this was, up to 4,000 homes. First major plan released under the now abandoned Kiwi Build program. Plans for between three and 4,000 homes, 26 glorious hectares of Mount Elbert real estate. This is quote unquote, Mr. Dern says, dear to my heart. Phil Twyford, the government will not sit around while children are living in cars and families are cramped into overcrowded houses. So, how many houses have they built? None. Zero, nada, none. Have you
0: got that right? Can you just count
1: them again. Yeah, hang on, let me.
0: Yep, nope, none. And now, shall we tighten the lens even further? You see what I'm doing? I'm, I'm, I'm taking like a, a visual medium and I'm turning it into this audio one. We'll tighten the lens even further. Zoom in even closer on one particular, uh, broken promise there. The old, uh, the vaccine rollout. What exactly is going on? Why, why are we not? All vaccinated by now. It's not that
1: many of us, are there? The vaccine's the answer. And no one's picked up and run with it and for reasons I cannot, apart from us, uh, work out. $40 million was the claim. Richard Preble's article in The Herald this week, he claimed $40 million bucks could have been played to Pfizer for a preferential deal. And so we wanted to test that to see if it was true. It was a very simple question. Ring old Chippy's office and say, is it true? Well, it's not that simple, of course. So Israel paid twenty-three fifty. 50 a jab, U.S. offered 1950, U.K. paid 1470. We're somewhere in the middle there. Israel done and dusted out the other side. Got the vaccines up front. This whole argument from our government was we didn't need to do it has proven to be absolute, unadulterated rubbish. It's absolute bollocks. The sooner we got on with this, the sooner we'd be out the other side. We could have, according to Preble, paid 40 million dollars, which, in the grand scheme of things, is nothing, and got all the Pfizer we wanted. Australia overnight has announced they've got millions out of the blue. Millions of doses coming this month and next. Obviously, they've paid the money. Uh, so Chris Hipkin's office told us it's not that straightforward. Couldn't say any more, pointed us to the ministry. Ministry sent us a statement. I won't read it to you, but it's complete waffle. It doesn't even begin to answer the question or come close to answering the question. So the question's super simple. If we'd paid $40 million, could we have got all the fires we needed, yes or no? No one has been able to answer the question, neither the minister nor the ministry, thus leading you to conclude that it's probably true. And if it is true, they should be held accountable because they, the first responsibility of any government, is to the people of its country. And if $40 million is the difference between doing a job properly and the cluster that they're rolling out at the moment... They failed and failed miserably.
0: Okay, now we're gonna we're gonna zoom right out, um, and and do uh, a, an extra wide shot. I, I might have got a bit carried away with my cinematography um, similes. Uh, try saying cinematography similes five times very fast. Anyway, uh, but anyway, it's Mark the Week. It's what we do on Fridays. You knew it was coming
1: eventually. It's time now to Mark the Week, little piece of news and current events that has yet to be censored by the Minister of Defence. Ah, yes, Penny Henry. Not one of your more high-profile operators, and yet this week, too. Ihe eight months on. Progress, Penny? None. No steering committee. Nothing. And then we get to the Defence Force and the essay. The day the minister phones the department over a prize winner because he doesn't like his tone as the day we could all be living in Moscow or Havana. Koha, one. Wah, wah, wah. Human Rights commissioner should have resigned four days ago. House prices, seven. Another week of Intel, Call Logic, Barfoot's prices firm. Selection short, demand high, still no tilt. Tony Alexander, seven. The Economist, more excellent insight into the housing market this week's revelation. The effect of government policy on investors? None. Jobs, Eight. Record numbers advertised, we are a job nirvana. Lights out, three. See, the downside of being a job nirvana, the other part of the equation, you actually need people to fill those jobs. Building MIQ, two.
0: It's not a flip-flop at all.
1: (laughs) One, because they were told over a year and a half ago, and two, now they've flip-flopped it all. It uh, tells you we are remaining locked up well past the end of this year. Craig Turner, eight. Eight. He is the man behind the sleepyhead head waikato plan. Auckland, he said this week, Auckland has had its day. Brutal, but can you really argue with it? Treasury and forecasts, won. You know, it would be comical if it wasn't so serious. No economic modelling, just a dartboard. marbo, a feeling, a vibe. The government blocking the select committee asking questions of how Treasury makes forecasts, one. Open, honest and transparent is now as big a joke as the forecasting. Israel Folau, six... Lobs up in Japan. I wish him nothing but the best. Very high price he's had to pay for an opinion. Richard Branson 8. Mm-hmm. Here we go. World needs dreamers and big picture thinkers. The EV rebate data. One. I a quarter billion raised as we continue to buy petrol cars, and what happens to the money if no one buys EVs? They, yet again, don't have any answers. The immigration scam, two Laid bare this week, a queue a mile long, 50,000 applicants cancelled, families separated and stranded, nothing newer than October of 2019 looked at, and you think North Korea's got entry problems. Uh, commodity prices, nine. Oh well, yes. More records this week, led of course by dairy. Yet again, we thank the good Lord for the farmer. Cash, seven. Cash is to be supported, as I said a couple of moments ago. There's a battle on to get rid of it, but we will regret it if they win, because cash keeps the card operators on us. Cash is choice. And choice is good. And that is the week. Copies on the website. And 35 of these can be found on the Hamilton to Auckland bullet train to pass the time. You say 35? Yes, that's right. Just in case a rush is on.
0: <laughs> Still, I guess at least if you're on the train, you don't have to wait at roundabouts. Mind you, some
1: people don't. Question. Uh, one of my roundabouts, and this is not a built-up roundabout. This is what you would barely... It's its round in the middle. Uh, it would be three, four centimetres high. It's not a big built-up roundabout. It's just a, a circle in the centre of the road that, that indicates it's a roundabout. I drive right over the middle of it. Is that uncool? Yes, it's okay. super uncool.
0: I mean, as so, I mean, you've driven right over the top of me yeah. on a number of occasions as yeah. well when we've been driving to the same destination. That's true. So I think that's it's definitely a comment more on you than the roundabouts. I suspected that was the case when I asked the question. Just confirmed, good. Yeah, I mean, he's, um, he's uh, what do you call it? An assert, I was going to say aggressive, not aggressive, uh, assertive, an assertive driver, let's put it that way. And as I did point out on air today, uh, cornering is historically not his strong point anyway, even on racetracks. I'm Glenn ZB. Uh, that was the re for Friday and the week. We'll be back with some more hosting drive-bys on Monday. <laughs>